guess like that he had bars in it. Like he did have walk bars. Through both my down low. Yeah, so it's easy to know. I remember he got the biggest wheel up at Luton Carnival when mm. I went. It was like I was like, you know that bar. Mind my track suit blood. Take two shorts in the suit. But mind my track suit blood because you might get shoot blood. I don't ever take man for a you blood. Bruv, that bar was hot. And just the fat man said mind my track suit blood, and he was wearing a track suit. Them days, everyone was rocking trackies. And he was wearing a track suit. You know that kind of just standardized that kind of staple grey Nike track suit. Track suit, new era cap yeah yeah that's what man those was, were the days that's what man was on those like, were the days before everyone was trying to get balenciagas and all of that fuckery i feel sorry for the youth these days fam i don't know it's a I weird do. one because i feel like the youth these days like the the kind of name brand attire is still a ting mm. like and the sports wearing that is still is fully a ting but I guess it you changes. can wear stuff that isn't name brand as much I feel like like it's there's more like you know H&M and things like that yeah. have become more prevalent and, no, and, e- and just buying stuff online and and things like that do you know what I mean like but fashion I, has become a I'd bit broader in more of like road culture like yeah yeah back yeah. in the day Man, them were hustling for like one tens and probably a pair of Armani jeans and a polo, a Ralph Lauren polo and rugby a, top. And an Avi. And probably an Avi. Iceberg history. You know what I'm saying? Them things, they're Moschino. But nowadays, You say bro, Moschino? Yeah, yeah, thing. That, is that That's probably how it's pronounced, pronounced right? Mm. Or is it not? I don't know. Yeah, Moschino. I always said Moschino. Yeah. Because you know. man's London. The same way man found out how to say Ryu the, the, the correct way. When I went to Japan, oh, I was Ra- like, is I was, it Ryu? No, no, I was like Liu, Liu. Like, no, Liu, is that Liu. how they pronounce it? Yeah, kind of like, because they don't really pronounce the R's. The R's are kind of oh. pronounced a bit like L's, so they say it quick, like like Liu. Liu. Like Liu, Liu. Okay. Or something like, man say forgive, Ryu, forgive me if I'm getting it wrong, but like, man <laughs> says Ryu. But that's the same thing as when because, I just said Moschino. Yeah, yeah man yeah. says Ryu because man's from ends. If I said Ryu, I'll hit like Liu. Oh, um, yeah, I'm going to pick Liu. Or, or even if I said I'm going to pick Ryu. Yeah, like man would not know who I was talking about. Yeah, and also say. I grew up knowing who Ryu was and I feel like that's kind of, that shows how universal Street Fighter is because yeah. we say the words differently. And I feel like personally, Ryu sounds certier. Like, it Ryu. does. Man's uh, picking Ryu. Ryu. Do you know why I always like Ryu, Doka? It's like, man was just always on his own thing and he was just always trying to perfect himself and his craft. Yeah. Like, I remember reading up on his back history and it was like, man used to just travel the wilderness and not yeah, even looking for did. opponents, but if he struck across an opponent, he was just but rocking he was, it out. He was traveling. He was traveling the wilderness, just trying to find himself yeah, fam. and 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 strengthen his spirit as well as his body. Mm, that's why I mean? it's the Street Fighter stories, fam. It's a very powerful. It's very powerful when you observe it. Yeah, no, you know no. What I'm I, saying, look I, at look at Blanca. Blanca's lost in the Amazon rainforest. Turns into kind of like an animal electric dude. Like, no one kind of accepts him. Everyone looks at him as a monster. It goes through the game, and at the end, man is so happy because he's reunited with his mum and his family, fam. Damn. Like, that's some powerful shit. Chung Lee's avenging the death of her father. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like, proper thing. Ken is rich. You yeah. Know, it's real. <laughs> Ken, no, Ken, Ken's rich. Ken's, Ken's rich. just a rich I guy. I don't really but know he's too got, much he's about got, his story. He's got heart, though. Yeah, Ken's um, a G. 
And then Fei Long's that Bruce Lee movie star yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a bad like... man. You can't chuck it to man. Um, yeah, nice. No, and uh, Thingy Bob, my man, Sagat's like... I watched a series and mm. Sagat, Ryu met this Sagat in prison. Oh, is it? Yeah, in the series of it. Right. I haven't even seen the movie, the Street Fighter Two oh, animated what? movie. I've only You've seen, never seen an animated movie. I've only movie. seen some of the series. Yeah, I know, and I feel God. like I, I got to do that. You have to, because I saw, I saw the movie. I've never seen like the series. I started watching the series for a bit. I think initially I thought the Street Fighter Two movie. I would have had to see there was like a one, but then I, I realized like Alpha, Alpha there Origins, isn't really but a that was one. Kind of boring. I it think. was just a, a make. sorry. No one come to me with daggers. Still, I ain't watched it properly, but yeah. I remember. My brethren lent me a DVD, but I've got to look up the series because I've always loved Street Fighter. The series is cool, but I feel like probably the film is better because everybody mm. tells me I hear about the film all the time. So it's just like a thing on the list. It's like a yeah. few years ago, I hadn't seen Terminator 2. Do you know what I mean? That was like a thing I'd never seen. And mm. I was like, whoa, why haven't I seen this? So it's like, there's always some like old school classics. That and I don't even seen. feel ashamed of it. I feel kind of glad. I'm like, because I'm like, oh, these are things to look yeah, forward to. Yeah, now it's to. fresh for you. Yeah, exactly. It's fresh for me. And now I can just get involved in more bants yeah, once I've watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I can't recall watching Terminator 2 through full. To, to be honest with you, I can't even recall ever watching a Disney movie from start to finish. What? Yeah, real talk. I've probably seen Not Aladdin. Aladdin. About I've to probably say, seen Aladdin, Aladdin come on. in bits and Little Mermaid. Uh. But anything else... I have never watched Little Mermaid. I, I wasn't. I wasn't probably, into those films. You'd like, probably want to miss miss that one out. I mean, Little Mermaid. It's got a damn good song, mm. "Under the Sea." Like that's a that's like oh, what, a with just, the with the rasta crab. Is it yeah, the rasta crab or the, lobster? With the Jafakan crab. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man like Sebastian. I said, Andadasi. it's like Ariel girl. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even you say girl. Why you want to go up there? Where you really should it's like it's like it's like ah oh, it's it's funny. Um but um yeah I don't really I don't really like the ethos mm. in that film. I don't really like the morals in, what is in the morals? that film. Fam, so here what yeah. So you know like you know like if you have a friend and yeah. and that friend you know they just give everything for the pussy or give everything for the cock like yeah. and and just forget themselves and their friends oh and their family God, is that, is basically that that's what yeah that's kind of what the film oh, is bro like she swims up to the top sees one guy on a on a ship and he's like not like the most like dude's handsome in it but it's not like he's the most eligible handsome bachelor mm. in the world man's just the most handsome guy on the ship yeah. so man's just the most handsome guy on a ship full of sailors yeah mm. so she sees man and she's just looking at man smiling and having fun and shit like she ain't got no yeah, fun yeah. down in the sea yeah like playing water polo and shit yeah so like so or whatever it- the fuck they play and and they are so she's like she yeah so she sees man mm. as her mermaid self she, she sees this guy with legs and and she's like oh like i and she just falls in love with man what? on sight i mean i i think she probably was just infatuated Bruv, with the idea of man but un, but understand right so it's like so this is even worse so you know i see i see I see like, you know, pengers most days that I go out, right? Because mm. cause there's just some beautiful, beautiful women in the world. Yeah, of course. Right? So, but like, fam, 
like you know I'm like wow she's she's really attractive mm. and then you either do something or keep it moving you know but what I mean you know but it... she sees man and she's ready to give up she she know what she trades what bruv okay so number one she gets rid of her she gets rid she goes to the she gets rid of her like fucking tail yeah, yeah becomes a human uh-huh. Yeah, and she. So this is what I'm getting at, bro. She becomes a human yeah. and gives up her voice. She gives up her voice, yeah, and she can sing very good. And she gives up her voice so that I can't even remember the person who's oh the 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 bad woman. Yeah, um, is it Ursula? Uh, she gi- she gives. I never trust Ursula she, to this bro, day. She you know? gi- I even met any, but she gives up her voice to Ursula, and then she um and her fucking thing like. Her, her, like her tail, whole identity, her whole identity, her race, yeah, her race, right? So she basically she gives her a race and then leaves identity. and then leaves and goes on and goes to the fucking land and she can't say anything, so she's trying to game this guy without even being able to talk, yeah. yeah. And and every time, and if the guy ellipses her, she'll get her voice back and thing. What? So so like. And every time man tries to lips her, like Ariel's like, no, Ursula's somewhere sabotaging oh. shit. Do you know what I mean? Like from from the depths. There's but, always a hater. But anyway, yeah, the main thing is though, it's like Ursula was just a hustler trying to make this thing. Like she was evil, mm. but the Egypt is fucking Ariel, bruv. Like, yeah, yeah. like why are you doing that? Like th- th- that's basically like a modern day thing if you like get with somebody just suppose like and i'm obviously this is no shade on any interracial relationships because that's mm. what made me but if you went with somebody and get because you were with that person from that race you gave up your race yeah you yeah, gave up yeah, your yeah, culture yeah, yeah, which yeah. you should never have to do and that's what she did so it's basically a message it's the message kind of says to me like especially if you're a young girl watching yeah. this just give up your identity for your man for the man and just give up and he don't have to give up shit but that's the thing is they're at a wedding and his family her family are waving from the ocean she can't even join them but that's what happens when um that's what happens that's what used to happen in a lot of cultures like someone will be on an upwards trajectory like a a woman would be about herself self-short she'll get married then all of a sudden she's having to suppress what she's into just to fall into a role that fits in line with yep. that kind of culture and whatever. But back to the point where you was like, she sees the brother and she falls in love with him and stuff like that. And you were saying that on road, you see girl them and whatever. I wrote a piece like a few months ago called the free second affair. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the piece, I explore the fact that when you buck someone from a distance, you don't even know them. Right. No. But you can appreciate how beautiful they are, whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, within that three seconds of you passing that person, you know, it's everything about them. It's almost as though you live several lifetimes in an alternative reality, exploring that. Yeah. It, it's not physical, it's not sexual or whatever, but you explore that in different kind of scenes. Brother, like, I, was on the, I was on the way here and I saw, and this isn't even like, you know, like, yeah, like a, a respectful way, but like I mm. saw... I saw a beautiful woman yeah. at the bus stop. I was going on the bus with a beautiful child. Yeah. And the child was like, she was probably the kind of the same skin tone as me. The child was. 
and just in my head, I was like, wow, she's really beautiful. That child's really beautiful. And for some, quickly, just, I just imagined that being my wifey. Yeah, like, that being my wifey. That's like my girlfriend. Fear, and, and that just being my kid. And it's like, it's like sometimes when man's on the public transport mm. and you'll see someone opposite you, but ain't nobody speaking to each other on public transport. You know yeah, what I mean? Of course. But you're like, but you know, you're like, whoa, she looks really good. Yeah. And you might catch each other's eye and you're like, okay. And then she gets off your, her stop, you get off at your stop and it's done. Yeah. And, and you're like, okay, cool. That whatever could have <laughs> like... like it's, it's mad because say for instance, I would notice a woman based upon how she's composed in terms of yeah like the style speaks to me first i can notice things like beauty and whatever but that's anything our, it's physical a whole Im- it's a whole image isn't yeah it? it's a whole it's a it's a whole makeup it's like a piece of art mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i was discussing this with my friend flian right when i um shared the the um the thing about the three second affair yeah. but it's like when I had the when I had that instance when I experienced something to inspire yeah. me to write that right it's like I felt as though I had to write it because even five ten minutes after of um with cross paths in like Sloan um, where is it Sloan Square cross yeah. paths in Sloan Square right it's like I couldn't stop thinking about how she was composing yeah, everything. I yeah, was like, yeah. wow. You know what I'm saying? There was nothing lustful about it. You know what I'm saying? But it inspired me to write it. You know, you just But see. when I expressed it, I, I was told that it's because it's like that moment right there, she was my muse for me to write something okay. like that. Yeah, but she just like, she was like living inspiration. Yeah, yeah, You know, where yeah. you, see, you see someone, because I think like there's some, it's what I've noticed in my, in my life so far. Yeah. Um, that there's some, and I think this kind of, yeah, I guess like I feel like what you're similar to what you're getting at is there's some people that you just see, and you think, okay, they're they're beautiful, they're handsome, they're whatever you want to call, you know, mm. etc. But you're like, but what is there anything more? Do you know, do I see anything more than that? Like not even beautiful, like just attractive. Yeah, of course, like, they look attractive. And that's it. They might look physically, facially, whatever, attractive, yeah. right? But then there's some people that just look like they've got something interesting going on. Precisely. Do you know what I mean? There's some people that just look like... You know, there's some people that kind of almost, like, breathe their personality. Yeah. Like, you haven't even spoken to them. Yeah. But you can just kind of tell... You can tell that they, you know, they yeah, look like someone good, interesting to chat to. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? There's a good energy. And it's like, yeah. that energy is what attracts you to be like, yeah, wow. Or inspires you to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, and, I've, I've, and I think like, to be honest, I think that's why it's sick when you get older. Because I feel like that stuff's more valued mm. out there in the world. Like, obviously, attraction is a big thing. I'm never going to acts like you know get me like man 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 like fancies isn't it but like it's more than just you know what i mean like you appreciate more things yeah. as you get older and i think that helps that helps people on both sides mm. do you know what i'm saying because because suddenly it's like oh so all the kind of stuff that i thought i was a bit geeky for all the stuff that i was particular about, you mean that can that can add to, my, yeah, to this add to the mystique yeah to add to this add to the mystique all the stuff that I do and mm. etc that can add to this I don't just have to be like I don't know Tonk and Tall yeah. which I mean I can work towards one of them but the other one I, the, the, the latter I definitely can't <laughs> yeah, there's nothing yeah, I can yeah. do 
<laughs> so it's like there's only so much stuff you can do to like change your appearance mm. well not change your appearance but you know enhance it or wh- however you want to call it but like there's certain things like if you've got dead bants yeah it's it's mad and, and that's the thing you have to be able to conversate no style and on that when I was when I was growing up that's what worked for me because I was yeah. always into interesting things I would read yeah. I would do all of this so when um me I would go to a party with one of my friends or what have you or someone will have like a gathering around their house and I'll show up and there will be a lot of women there and whatever and it's like you'll have the man them yeah. but I'll kind of be in a gathering of women and being able to discuss yeah. things you know what I'm saying and I wasn't trying to pursue any of them but I enjoyed the conversation because it, it was worldly that probably worked and was, and was quite refreshing mm. because like suddenly if you're if you're in a space where like every person comes across like they're just looking at you first like I can imagine yeah as a woman um like I can imagine if, if you're in a space where every everybody is all the man them are kind of seen this like mm. from the outsider's point of view all the man them seem so bait yeah. the reason why they're coming up to you from the jump and even if you are speaking to somebody because you're attracted to them kind of like initially like you know them ones who like if you're just showing you're interested in that person as a person yes rather than just interested in the hookup i think that's the difference and obviously you were like just interested in people like i remember i was speaking to one girl like a while ago mm. it was after a ting and she was quite attractive and she was kind of cool and then i realized that she like had a guy but I was like, well, she's still better interesting to chat yeah. to. So I'm just going to like chat to her because, like, and I still got a lot out of that convo. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, and, um, but also going back to what you were just saying about, about your mandem and that year, like fam, I fully get that. Cause like I had like, when I'd like, I remember when I like, I was with like a, a, my first girlfriend for like five years. Yeah. yeah. So like 18 to 23, it was quite a, yeah, it was you quite know, a solid time. Yeah, that, solid time. I hadn't really experienced yeah. like adult single life at all, really. Mm. Like, but when I did, bruv, like the thing that I had to be like, yo, okay, so this is my strong point is was was being witty. Because yeah. I was like, man is man is not tall enough not to be funny. Like, mm. I'm got I'm stepping into raves and take at parties with certain man them that I've got and there's certain man them that I was rolling with and I still I'm still bridges with now, like fully. But I was like, okay, so that guy's like, that guy's tall and's got designer gums and thing. Yeah. That guy's, that guy's really tonking that. And this guy, you know what I mean? That guy's got the whip. That guy's got the this, that, and the yeah, other. Yeah. And I'm like, what do I have? Um, geez, uh, <laughs> um, some jokes, uh, some, <laughs> some old school crepes, uh, some, Bruh, some like. I looked at it as, see, conversation. That was my game. That was my angle. Even though I wouldn't overtly game or whatever, yeah, yeah. but I'll go into that gathering and if there was a, a group of women or we was all sitting around, I would actively join into those conversations because my finger's on the post to know Wagwan. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm yeah. very aware of stuff. And yeah, that was my thing. I'll conversate. I'll conversate with you. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't pursue you, but I'll conversate with you and just leave it. Because a little bit of space and time, it works. And then a week later, if I go to check my bridge and then these girls like, yeah, so-and-so was asking about uh, you and rare, rare, rare. Hey, yes. So then it's sown the seed because I know that, that works, yeah. at that point, she's shown an interest. Overtly, I haven't. I'm like, yeah, she's cool and whatever, whatever. 
But then, once you see her opening, next time she's right there, you can you kind of pick some information well, from my man's friend. Yeah. And then once she was around there as well, like you tailor the conversation to suit the interest that's, that she's interested in. That's that's the whole Jedi mind trick, brother. That's good. I mean, I kind of wish, I wish there was like an older guy, like an OG guy that would have told me that, mm. like kind of that type of stuff. Because man was just fully like trial and error. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I think just being true to yourself is the best. Because I think you'll fuck up with with girls. Because you listen to because mm. of peer pressure from mandem, yeah. Sometimes because you feel like, oh, I got to sleep with this person. I got to sleep. Like I remember there's one person, and he made me feel bad. He's a cool guy, but man made me feel a bit bad about not sleeping with a girl one time. Oh, is it? That's yeah, a yeah. Dickhead, a thing man. like making jokes and that, and I was like. All right, fam, like, you slept with her friend. I was just at a yard. I was like, look, yeah, like, like, man was close with her and that, but she didn't want to take it that far. Like, yeah, what, you're you, not, what, what do you expect man to yeah, do? Like, like, you're not going like, to force it. Yeah, what, man's going to force? Because I think you know, like, I personally know as, like, a brother, like, obviously, you're going to, like, try a thing, like, try to get close and that, mm. you know, try and move to somebody. But, like, it's like there's a line when it's going from push and pull Straight. To, just, to just being, like, you a know... A no is a no, fam. To being, like, a no is a no. So it's like, okay beyond the teasing now like you just don't want to do this so cool innit like mm. cool I'm probably gonna go home because I feel kind of a bit like I'm probably gonna hang with you for a bit but I'll probably go home now because yeah. I feel a bit you know I don't, I don't want to you know frustrate myself as well do you know but what I'm then- saying but like so obviously like cool so I'll just go and then man will make like a joke and that and I'm like fam what like like sometimes you don't sleep with a girl like so like yeah, do you know what like, I mean so like and, and I think so what bruv like why are you making man feel that that's it just seemed it just seemed and you know that in fairness that might have been part of conditioning on his part as well that was do you know what I mean the same way like man might have felt pressure because of conditioning but it's it's it's, it's not but then good but I say in hindsight you can look at that situation and say to yourself because even to this day fam you can say you respect women highly to acknowledge yeah. that you have so much respect for them that you won't pursue it. And it's like, you, I'd say, I'll take from that situation that when you was, fair enough, he was there doing his thing, you was there, like you was a, a wingman in it and whatever, there to keep the friend company and whatever. You was talking, having a nice conversation. It didn't go to where it got to because you just wasn't trying to force well, I'd it. Already, the like, I'd man already, wasn't hungry. These times I'd already like, get me had got somewhere with this girl but mm. I hadn't got all the way yeah, do you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. so and I liked her like I'd met her before and saying and she was nice mm. do you know what I'm saying but like I just you know like it was just a thing where it was like okay and also it's like number one like not gonna force but also number two as well not gonna beg yeah standard. do you know what I'm saying so so that's kind of feel don't force and don't beg like like respect that person and respect yourself yeah do you know what I'm saying respect that person respect yourself so and I think you know so even if the person does like say alright then fine don't take that no just say just like no yeah like, just like, no just, just because... no unless they they feel like they're fully on it fully comfortable do you know what I'm saying and I'm not saying this guy was like was you know, he was doing his thing and, and everything was But he was in a there. totally different but circumstance. But he was in a to- totally different circumstance. Yeah. So so when, when that situation happens, especially me as a grown man, I'll never feel any shame. Can't. Like, I'm just like, but it's like forget the way it. Like, it, I don't have to, I don't, I I get some, but sometimes I don't. Yeah, so it, it's almost like, random like that, just where, where sexual conquest on their arm as a badge of honour, when it's not that, there's, there's so much more 
profound shit than sex. Like I've always, I've always said that. Like even growing up, sex was never like the big objection because to me, I'd have to know, I'd have to hold a conversation with you. Yeah, I do. You know that. what I'm saying? And there's I mean, a lot of there's a lot of females man met and had great relationships with, but probably didn't sleep with. I mean it's it's a weird one because I feel like sometimes some some like I reckon some peer pressure has probably when I was like younger mm. probably stopped me stopped me from like certain friendships from maybe developing. Yeah. Because certain times I was like, oh, you know, like oh, like, I gotta, you know, oh, you gotta do this mm. or you gotta do that or you gotta chirps that girl because she's she's paying and, and you wanna try and move and to her and whatnot. And I wasn't really that successful when I was a teenager anyway. Bro, I hated, like, I with hated romantically, chirps, But it was fam. so, was it was that. so kind of, if everything felt so forced, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like, yeah. But obviously, man was like a guy trying to navigate, like, because man was just at, living at home in a house full of women mm. and my younger bro so I you know what I mean but he was the only other guy that lived there in a house yeah, full of yeah, women yeah. and quite like quite like a feminist household right mm. uh, and 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 uh, but then also I was in a group of mandem like growing up which were very which you know like you know how it ends was it was very like yeah, sexism very... was was a big thing and like, I think about the music we're listening yeah, to like the if music... your girl knows where you stay that's poor some whore yeah. banging your door what for I mean, like, there, there was a documentary I watched up, man. called Grime and Heartbreak which mm. was um, made by Caleb Femi yeah um, and bruv it was basically my life and I remember showing this to my mum and my mum's partner because sometimes mum might come home and say a certain thing and this because I've been conditioned by this sexist kind of road kind of shit right yeah. do you know what I mean as much as I'd had their influence and I said to them and I showed it to them like a year ago and I was like this was my life in it mm. so as much as I was trying to be what you wanted me to be and I was trying to learn at the same time I was trying to like not get not like stand out even yeah, more than ostracized. I already stood out yeah do you know what I mean so I was around these were the men I was around like in the bits so so and I saw I was around men that did bad stuff to girls bro where I felt uncomfortable yeah yeah do you know what I mean and I was like no that's not cool man like that's not cool like you know etc etc like man that oh we're old enough to know better mm. do you know what i'm saying so it was it was just a really a really weird place and i hope that my i hope that my you know if i have kids i hope that they they're not caught between those two worlds like that yeah do you know what i mean and i hope they they learn better do you know what i'm saying um because it's it's hard it's hard to like and luckily i feel like i haven't done anything like bare bad like mm. certain man did do you know what I'm saying but at the same time like you know the 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 influence was not good yeah do you know what I mean it's probably like you know when it came to just when it came to just life and respecting others but also of respecting course. myself because you like, have there to, wasn't much it's, it's almost you have to respect yourself when I think about some of the stuff I did like oh man and it wasn't it wasn't bad physical mental whatever it's just because I got hurt like the first serious yeah. girlfriend that I would consider so serious, I had like she 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 lips another breader, and then I was like, oh, that's done. Then the second one man had, I ended up stepping out on her because I was feeling myself that another chick was feeling me, yeah. and then I lost that one. And then the other one after that, she stepped out on me as well. So it's like man went through after this one now, nah, 
when I was about um, 16, 17. Yeah. I went through a period of like 10 years when I was cold, fam. Like yeah. not cold in a sense of disrespectful, but cold in the sense that I shut myself off. I built a wall around myself and I was like, nah, man ain't never feeling like a dickhead again. Yeah. But what I've come to realise is that I ended up hurting myself mm-hmm. because... I denied myself the opportunity to be loved and to love and to feel vulnerable. I'm only learning that at this age, fam. 32, fam. It's taken me 16 fucking years to be comfortable with myself, to be vulnerable. And it's the best feeling ever. And I wish, I I swear, I wish I had confided in um, a friend. I wish I confided in my dad or my brother or someone that was there to say to man, look, listen, don't shut yourself off just because this has happened. It's mm. cool to talk about your feelings. Don't don't kind of yeah. take it out on every woman you meet. Because mm-hmm. I've met some fantastic women. Yeah. Some fantastic women, fam. Mm-hmm. And I've ended up hurting them because I was not open. I was yeah. hurt. I went for a period where I just dropped the walls all at once, but then I still hadn't healed myself. But it's like, I wouldn't regret it because I'm in the perfect situation now that I could only have ever hoped for. Like yeah. um, five years in into a committed relationship at my age and stuff like that. Fam. And I'm good. But- also, respect, all respect and praise to Chelsea. Those cookies <laughs> were pen. I yes. heard about the coconut ones, but they mm. got backed because Mo backed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fam... Trust, trust me. You already know, but like, like as a partner, and also what? if you guys have kids, fam, those baking skills are ting. On point, jeez, on point, bro. You, know you need to bring some cookies to the podcast, fam, bro. I, I know. How's Mo I know, tasting them? I know. I've been friends with you from day. Fam, do you know what happened? This is what happened. This is what happened. <laughs> so I don't mean to interrupt your story. It do just you know what? cookies distract me. This is what happened. Chelsea's been baking for time. She yes. does um crumbles as well she mm-hmm. does crumbles right she's recently gone into um cookies and varying flavors and whatever so yeah, yeah. um she was she's been selling like boxes and boxes and then um mo's mo's um show was coming up she was like you know what i'd really like to gift a box to mo because yeah, he's funny and whatever nice. and i was like that's good that's cool like do that because Big up Javan as well. Javan is Mo's tour manager. Uh-huh. And Chelsea has known Javan because it's... Doesn't he work... Did he work with you guys? Yeah, he works. This is how mad it is. Javan works with us. Yeah. yeah but also, Javan is Chelsea's best friend, Mimi's cousin. So they've known each other since they were little and whatever. I so see. it's a big... It's a whole big family thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Javan's kind of made it happen to where... You know, Chelsea's been able to give Gift Mo this big box of cookies, and there was that, enough. Bro. I see that on his Instagram story, like about some cookies. Yeah, I didn't even clock they were Chelsea's. No, I, I it's not like... so, it, because I knew that. Fair enough, Mo was playing pull up. I don't know too. I don't. I don't. Mo, I've met Mo at a video shoot and whatnot, yeah, 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 but yeah. I don't know Mo too tough. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't want to kind of be like, yeah, yeah. Um, Chelsea wants to gift Mo some cookies. No, she done it on her own accord. She that's, emailed Mo's management and whatever. That's like, nice. You know what I'm saying? That's so, good. and that's when, another reason why Chelsea's thirty. Yeah, cause when she when she wants to like do something, she she she's on she's on her job. Yeah, she's on her job. But yeah, out I to my that. out to my out to my girl, 
big, big up, up big your up chest. All the, big up all the all the great big up all the great girlfriends and great partners yeah in this in this world because at the same time bruv like i said in this 5 years man's learned a lot fam i've had to be open with her bruv you, you, you know what i'm saying i've gone on a journey it's a fam. journey it's a journey for like so many mm. so many men like i feel like yeah when i had my first girlfriend like that it took a while bruv mm. and i remember she used to want man to say st- stuff but also this is like just when i was like finishing my teens and that yeah yeah like becoming like a man in my early 20s and i didn't want to talk about a lot of shit yeah, straight that happened don't. in my teens and i remember she was like trying to get me to speak about stuff and i was like, like i don't want to talk about that mm. shit and then i did and it was bare hard but yeah. like and I was like, see, see, this is this is what you wanted. You don't want me, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, like, true. But fam. like, I think it did. It did help, man, because I felt like, I felt like when I meet someone else, like I'll be emotionally, yeah, emotionally like more healthier, and etc. And I'll know how to do deal with that. However, though, I ain't gonna lie. Like, man, didn't close up after that. Like, mm. I did because man's been man's been about for a while since her. Do you know what I mean? But like. But every now and again, the same with my last girlfriend, like every now and again, when, when you like, you'll have a time when yeah. you do meet someone special and then you, you do have a time and you'd be like, oh, okay, this is what it's like to open up my emotions yeah. again. Bum, bum, bang. So that is, that's yes. a nice thing. So, so big up, big up all, do you know what? Big up all the women. All the women. All the women that like, you know, are helping just the communication between, between yeah. genders in relationships and make, and make man them like us feel it's okay to show emotion because it's a long journey and you it have is. a lot you have a lot of patience and strength and I, res- I respect that big up right, your so, chest um, we got um that was got, a that was a fantastic segment and that, that was, was natural can, can we Bruv, have a high let's five have a high five we hadn't even introduced ourselves we were speaking about storming at the beginning yeah bloody hell all Crikey. right so, <laughs> that was I, I really liked that bro that was i, I was feeling that i don't segment. even think man needs to put any sound effects on none nah, of that, that behind that, that, was that was just honest that real was just talk. realness that was um you know we, we were having a lot of jokes but that was real but now we're gonna go on to jokes um well not jokes but just uh you know kind of fan fiction-ish kind of stuff yeah. like like usual so um so last week we uh done a thing where it was like we kind of set a thing I don't even know if we did it on air, but like afterwards, mm. um, where we were like things that we feel should happen or crossovers or kind of yeah, like kind of crossovers that that we think should have happened, yeah, or just things or not even just crossovers like like so that person and that person should have made a movie together, definitely, or or maybe there should have been a cartoon of that, or yeah. there should have been a movie of that. You know, they should have been... So crossovers and adaptations, mm. I feel, and just, like, things that should happen. And we didn't even... Um, uh, we didn't even make it specific to, like, geek culture. It's just across the board. Yeah. Um. So real-life shit and fictional shit. So, um, yeah. So should we, should, we go, should we go one at a time? Bruv, let's just beam through this. Like, let's just, when sh- we was walking out the studio, I mentioned... Um, I think the conversation was on Muhammad Ali, but the more I yeah. thought of it, like Muhammad Ali and James Brown should have made an album together. Ooh, they should have at least they made a song. They should have, because remember on, um, what is it? The Big Payback 
and tunes like Paid the Cost to Be the Boss or Oof, whatever. They're two of my favourites. Right? That and the James Brown is actually rapping, fam. And he I is. feel like... I don't know Muhammad, yeah, but I know you're crazy. crazy. Yes, you Dude. can. Take, like, the way he... Bruv, the way he spit, he drops them bars. I don't do squealing. Like, man is yeah. exploring. Because you remember, at Talk that time... At that Dang, time, right? real shit was going on on the roads and he real was translating was that into on, his on songs. The roads. And I wish, yeah. I swear to God, if I can go back in time, fam, I'll get him and Muhammad Ali to link up. Number one, I'll get Malcolm X on there just doing a little interlude. Just an intro. Bruv. Like, it if would you, be sick. If you think about it like, um, like if you, like, like James Brown would say, you want to do something? Make it quick. And then like, and then Muhammad Ali goes, I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then yeah, you get the, the yeah. backing vocals said, oh, damn. Oh, yeah. oh, man. You know, like. Trust me. Yeah, that would be, that would be That so would be lit. sick. So that would be my, that would be my major one because both of them, okay. they struck me as real people. Okay, like, cool. Very real. That is, that is very good. And I think that should have happened. If that was current day, mm. that would have done happened. Because people trying to make money out of everything they can. Um, so, I'm trying to think what, what the one... Because I've got a whole list of these things. Okay, actually, one, one, that was, one that came up to me. No, one that came into my head um, on the way here was... And I guess it relates to what we were talking about earlier in terms yeah. of Disney films, right? Um, so I was watching Princess and the Frog um, the other day. I haven't watched it all, yeah. But black, black, first black kind of female lead in a Disney film. Oh wow! Set in New Orleans. What? Sick. I need to check that sick out. Sick animation. Sick songs. However, spoiler alert: she turns into a frog in it with the prince, right? And they're both frogs for a bit, and. I kind of started losing interest a bit because I was like, I was just enjoying seeing black faces on the screen. What? So and how, now how suddenly, long into the movie did she like, turn into a frog? About halfway through. Oh, man. Or something. And I, I was like, oh, what? Do I have to watch the rest of this, most of this thing with just them being frogs and hanging out with these animals? And the thing is, man's seen stuff with talking animals. Yeah, of course. But man hasn't seen any Disney film yeah. with a black person like, really doing this thing in it especially New Orleans mm. and I love New Orleans like I, I really want to go there so I was kind of it kind of lost my funeral being of that style yeah know? yeah real talk I feel they, like they at they my funeral it. I don't want anyone to be sad and shit yeah I mean just people pe- people will be but like but you yeah, know but it's you good know, to they can, if they can celebrate your life celebrate so anyway um, I, it, that led me on to thinking why hasn't there been a black Pixar film True, that's so true. Disney fam. or Disney are more progressive because they haven't just done. I thought it was the same company, you know. Well, Pixar is owned by Disney, but Pixar started. They weren't owned by Disney. They were owned by Steve. They, Steve Jobs started that, innit? I don't even know, but like, I don't know the history because I didn't mm. research it for this idea. Because yeah, I was just yeah, like, yeah. "This is the idea," but um. But Disney bought it, like Disney have kind of bought everything. Mm. I feel like Disney have bought everything apart from like anime. Like they like own everything, right? But um they um 
yeah so now pixar are technically owned by disney yeah but pixar like are a different thing so you could say you could say oh yeah like um you could say like oh yeah like black panther is a disney film but it's not it's a marvel film yeah. disney just owned the thing yeah do you know what i'm saying so i was like why haven't pixar made a film with a black person in it they should i personally think if they made like oh no make a film about frozone from the Incredibles or some shit mm. or like or no just make a whole new idea do you yeah. know what I'm saying like because there's so many there's so many black superhero stories out there yeah, you could just, make a black there's just incredible stories like there's incredible two. stories you could just do and just have the kid brown yeah like it don't have to be anything about them being black they're just brown like it doesn't have to be you don't have to specify what race they are it can just show nah, in man, the it has story. to be a black it has to be a black person no but, it has to be a black person but what i mean is that it doesn't have to be even mentioned yeah, in the story course. like the same way it isn't mentioned if a kid if somebody's white the same time mm. like yeah it's just like they're black and they're doing this thing but i but, think do you know what it is you know why we ain't had it because fam it's not our infrastructure it's true and it brings it home brings home the bacon that we need to create our own entertainment infrastructure if we want to see things done. How that. many black billionaires and millionaires are there in the world? I know, I know. And if they go back, we need to go back and kind of pull our resources together and do something because that's the only way we're going to see the change in how we're portrayed is, on the TV, it is, in films, it, it is, it and is our the stories are told. But I'm, think- but I'm going to... It is the only way, but... Like, I know, innit? Like, I feel if we go into why black people ain't got shit and, and we need to own stuff, we fully do. But I feel like it's a whole other podcast. Yeah, of course. Cool. So, it always um, is. But, but any, that was just a point. That, is a, that, is, a, that is a valid point. And I know that's the reason why every, why nothing's like that diverse. Yeah. That's the whole reason. And that's the reason why we've had to wait all our lives for Black Panther, for, for like a film, superhero film Bruv, of a black person. I didn't know about Black I never knew Black Panther was black, fam. In the Marvel, Marvel versus Capcom games. I just didn't know, fam. Oh, damn. Then man watched the animated Marvel series on YouTube and I was like, shit. This yeah. guy is the guy. He is the guy. But then, so I had this, uh, I had this other one that's connected to that. And this is kind of more relevant, right? Well, mm. for me. Um, so there's this, uh, there's this um, studio, anime studio called Studio Ghibli. Yeah. And uh, have you heard of like Spirit of the Way? I have. Is it starring a, a, a girl? Yeah. My Neighbor Totoro. My neighbor Totoro is on show at a Cineworld. Yeah, bro. West India watch, Key. Watch that film. Yeah. That film is a beautiful film. It makes me feel warm inside. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. that film in Japan is like the same way Attack on Titans like every, was everything. Mm. Totoro has been everything since the 80s. Do you know the Totoro film? Because I've watched the anime, animated film with it's like a girl and a cat. The cat returns. I think so. They go to this other magical kingdom. Don't know. The I've seen that. What? That is that Batman film? Bro, I swear to God, I've seen that film, fam. Uh, do you know what? Rate no, things. I'm, I'm up. I'm, what are you giving? You're giving me anime ratings. Bro, yeah? I'm giving you ratings because bro, you know what? Spud, man, my feel G, proud of myself, my bro. G, I respect you because that film isn't one of their like main big yeah. ones. I remember seeing it late. At, it was either late at night or in the daytime on Channel Four one day, and I was just. I was watching it and I was like, oh, this is, this is good. Man, so this this connects to that, right? So I've got so I've got a story in my head. Yeah. And it's like, and I think this would be easier 
having a mixed race lead mm. in one of those films because they're always women, most of the leads, that like they're always girls, right? Yeah. Having like a mixed race lead. And you know how kind of like mixed race people, if you're different in Japan, I think going to school is quite peak. Like I've seen this documentary about people that were black and mixed race kids growing up in Japan and how it was hard for them. Mm. So I'm thinking mixed race kid in Japan, like half black, half Japanese, thinks she's bare different and gets treated bare different and ting. Then she gets put in this world like the cat returns where everybody's different. Yeah, yeah. And like, like, and she has to help this person who's bare different in that world. And she kind of feels at home there. Yeah. And that kind of gives her more confidence to grow when she comes back and yeah, I don't yeah. know like I just figured if anybody's get would make it because I feel like Studio Ghibli really put their heart mm. it's really about heart because they have no franchise like they have no sequels to their shit really yeah. like maybe they have one film where there's kind of been a spin-off made or a sequel but they don't do that like mm. Totoro is one movie made in 88 do you know what I mean and, and that's been their thing so I feel like my man um Hayao Miyazaki like he loves he just loves the ting he could have made more millions off this ting yeah and really span it out but if you see his, his place that he makes stuff in it's just a kind of little building but that's, you know what what I mean? that's what's good though and I, yeah and I love that so I feel he had the would have the heart to do that mm. and I think it'd be, he's not weird, really worrying about any external forces no. or answering to anyone and people will watch it because yeah. they respect him so much and they know that art is going to be banging mm. and his films are odd anyway so I think it, the last thing someone's going to think about is oh why have they got a do you so know it's what kind I mean? of like bespoke anime that if you know if he if he's releasing something and it's gonna be it's probably like few and far between that his studio would release stuff because they put their all into it. Yeah. So that is I'm gonna look out for Studio Ghibli films. Yeah, I can recommend. I yeah, can I'll recommend be up like for that and I'll one. seek that out. They're really good just to watch on a weekend. Yeah. I reckon like Chelsea would enjoy it too. Like mm. they're nice things to watch with family or like with your partner or yeah or well or anybody. Like me and my bro watch it together. Like we bond and like watch mm. them films together and and it's and me and my little cousin. I take her to watch them in a the cinema and uh, big up Kyra. Don't know. Um, Done now, but uh, yeah. But anyway, I won't spend too much time because we've got a few of these. Uh, but yeah, over to you, bro. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. Another thing we discussed when we was walking out of the studio the other day is um, Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee. Fair enough, they yes. was at different yes. levels of their career, but I would have loved to have seen a film that they starred in together. They could have, they could have starred in it together and been on the same team, or. I wouldn't have liked to see them in like um, uh, a roles that would have involved a competition that they have to fight. Like Maybe if they in a comp in they a competition at the beginning, yeah, like they ran into each other, like how it, in the Avengers where some of them fought each other, yeah, in that four and and then they kind of start man. fighting for the greater good, yeah, or, and then they realize they're on the same team, or even seeing them in like playing bad guys, you know, oh. that would be good. But then they're both righteous dudes, so I, I doubt yeah. I'd have, I would ever see that. Be good if they were antiheroes. Yes, that's the word. Because I've seen Jackie Chan like play like an antihero before. Mm. In fact, one of my favorite favorite Jackie Chan films he plays like a gangster kind of racer driver guy oh right and uh that would yeah like a film like a kind of film like that or maybe a film where one of them's a bit more villain vi- mm. villainous and one of them's a bit more righteous and this and they have to team up together I'd, I'd think it would play itself out as like Bruce Lee's just 
like this all it would be like a ride along in it Bruce Lee's yeah, like yeah. this all gun blazing he's, super he's, cop he's like more experienced dude. yeah and Jackie Chan comes in from the these, uh, bigger these nuts are incredible Paul's <laughs> not, yeah, sorry. These nuts. <laughs> the honey cashews, down. But yeah, uh, Jackie Chan will come in as the um, as the what you call it, the the trainee apprentice, and he's doing goofy stuff. And then at the end, he he kind of saves Bruce from a situation, and that's mm. how the film will play out. He'll be like the Axel Foley in the thing, mm. or like the Chris Tucker in Rush Hour, or whatever. But like, but more. It's funny because like Jackie Chan is in Rush Hour. Yeah, but, like, but that's how it would be. Jackie yeah, like, Chan would be Chris Tucker. Bruce Lee would be Jackie in um, Rush Hour. Mm. That would. Oh have my been god, sick. these are banging. They are great, aren't they? Damn son. And also, they just look like a thing. You obviously, you just get from a shop, from like a corner shop. Yeah, it was. It was that same shop. Damn. But that's the thing. They look so unassuming. They're things that you walk past a um, hundred million times. Well, I that, should have bought another pack of those be, instead of the picnic. That might have changed my life. Um, yeah, definitely has enriched my taste buds. Damn. Okay, so I got one. Um, so there's already been a crossover of this kind of. It was a comic. Mm. Um. So it was Attack on Titan versus the Avengers or something. Oh wow. So it was cool, but it was in New York. Do you know what I mean? Just the Titans came to. Yeah, they New would have York a field day thing. there with the yeah, um, they'd mark everything. Their so, little space pack thing. So it was it was cool. You know, Iron Man was flying around the ship. But I thought to myself, I'd rather see the crossover in the Attack on Titan world, right? Yeah. And I think, who's a hero who is sick at this murking thing? Who's savage when it comes Ooh. to murking a lot of people? Blade. I'm not even going at him. For real? I think this Jeez. guy would be better mm. in this scenario than Blade. Wolverine? Yes. Wolverine, and he's been alive for a long time. Yeah, so yeah. man could have been alive at a certain time. I don't know how he got into their dimension. Yeah, and that right. But even if it's just some fan fiction, mm. like kind of thing, just a fun crossover. Imagine man with them claws, bruv. Bruv against the napes, bruv. But then that's the thing. Would he have the boost packs that they have of as well? Of course he would. Like, and he's it's willing to fly them. Of course he would. Man's Wolverine. Yeah. Man's been, uh, you know what I mean? Man's been in, like, the army and shit. It would be sick if he had, planes. like, the boost packs on his shoes or something. Yeah. I just thought that would be that a would be fun, sick. a fun kind of crossover. Because when I saw, like, the other crossover, so it's me and man like Spider-Man, man mm. like Iron Man, these kind of PG heroes. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That aren't known for, like, murky. Wolverine's murking. just that guy that he really doesn't give Like, a he would get... Flying. If he got eaten, he just cut himself out Bruh, of the thing. That's what I'm saying. He Wolverine, would just cut he's indestructible. Out. And he's the healing power. It's mm-hmm. a mud thing. He's like a titan unto himself. Yeah. So like, maybe, do you know what would be sick? I'm going to throw someone else in the mix. Go on. So Wolverine and Deadpool. Cheese. So you got the joke, man, that's about the murking. And he's got and swords got anyway. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Man's but got swords anyway. With um, Wolverine, because I'm still at i got three more episodes left or two more episodes left of yeah. the first series of Attack on Titans, uh-huh. right? I'm thinking to myself, will the adamantium claws go through the nape of the Titan? I like, reckon they would. You know what I'm saying? Because we're, I'm yet to find out what that material's made but of. You, uh, man's seen that material... Ah, oh, don't spoil. It's not a big spoiler, 
but I've seen basically man seen that material that metal break though. Yeah, okay. Like, in in the swords, like, and that's not giving anything away, but I've seen it. I've seen that it break and stuff like that. Mm. I I feel. Oh, it's two worlds, but I feel like adamantium is gonna be stronger. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel that because when have you ever seen Wolverine's claws like fuck up? You've never. I've, I personally have never witnessed or seen Wolverine's claws fuck up, and I've been Apart watching from that. Maybe when they were bone yeah, claws, and I've like, been watching that. I've been watching X Men animated series, reading comics. Yeah. I'm no expert, but I've been religiously watching that shit when it's on. Yeah, yeah. For over like twenty. 26 27 years fam yes yeah, so i reckon i reckon that's i reckon that's strong enough to do the job yeah do you know what i mean so yeah and also wolverine's sick with blades too because i swear he was like done samurai training yeah and fam that, he's so. remember he's gal to japan his gal was japanese fam yeah, yeah remember yeah, she's yeah. kind of got the same claw system as him when oh, she comes yeah. back to try and kill my, him um my girl what's her name i remember she was in the cartoon I forgot her she name. Was, she was dangerous, though. Mm. Oh, my she God. Sna- she tried to snake him, fam, but I feel sorry for... I feel sorry for everyone that was in that experiment with him, fam, because they just... Oh, Weapon X. Yeah, bruv. Sabretooth yeah. was in there as well. Oh, Sabretooth, bruv. He, it's unfortunate He's a for him. Man. He just turns more animalistic as time goes on. Yeah. So he kind of loses his human mm. self, like... He always looked like he was wearing a jacket, but man was just tonk, yeah, fam. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did, man was just it? tonk. He man always looked massive. like he was wearing a jacket, fam. That's, yeah, that's crazy. His character design was nuts. Mad. Damn. Alright, cool man, what are you saying? You got any others? Others I'd probably I'd probably love to see and it's unfortunate that man was on another coast, did it? But I would have loved to see a record where and this is early two pack. Yeah. Two pack, KRS one, Chuck D and potentially an Ice Cube because there's this record, right? Mm, that's a good... A public enemy record one. called Burn Hollywood Burn that's got Big Daddy Kane, Ice Cube mm-hmm. and Chuck D on there but it would have been great to see if there was a remix where Tupac was on there as well because I would have mm. loved to have heard what Tupac would have said that early into his career. Yeah, real talk. That would have been sick, bruv. So I would have loved to have seen how Tupac would have moved under the influence of like public enemy. I reckon, you know what? That would have been really interesting because, like, he was so of two worlds. Mm. Or multiple worlds, really. But, like, if man had them strong mentors from the get-go, you know, them strong mentors which were really about that revolutionary kind of thing. Because I feel like my... What's that group he was in? Our um, Digital Underground. Yeah, they were more just about having fun and shit, right? So that wasn't really his thing. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like Death Row is a bit too gangster. Even though he could do the gangster thing, it wasn't really like him. He was like a fighter, but I don't think man was gangster. Yeah, he he was kind of like just down for the cause, whatever cause it was. Yeah, so I feel like that would have been... Yeah, like public enemy ice cube kind of rebellious kind of thing. That mm. would have been it would have been great if man saw a bit more of him under that influence. Yeah. Um, because even that was that was still around the times where man was getting into shit like busting at police officers and shit like that, fam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would have been good to see him team up with um P um Public Enemy and the Bomb Squad fam. That is, that is you know good, what I'm saying? That, that would have been that. It would have been mad to fathom because Tupac style is it's adaptable mm-hmm. and it's very like 
there's so much clarity when he spits and he yeah. can educate you as well. So over those beats, fam, because you remember Chuck D molded his style to match a um do you know a commentator or an announcer yeah, yeah, at a yeah. baseball match? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what Chuck D's ethos like was. That. Yeah, because yeah, he yeah. wanted to be heard. Like yeah. Tupac on those beats would have been sick. Also, Tupac's got a more personable style mm. than all of those rappers mentioned, I feel. Like, yeah. Like he's more like public enemy or ideas people, I feel. Like Chuck D's like an ideas kind of guy and Tupac's more like a people guy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you need both of these type of guys in the world. But but do you know what I mean? I feel like when Tupac raps, it's more like personal. Yeah. Like, it's he, like even if it's not his experience, he makes it sound like yeah. he's man's not Man's not giving it like Chuck D could give you a book and make you open your eyes with stuff. Yes, yes. But indeed. it's like Tupac would be the character in the book that Chuck D's talking That's about. That's a very good analysis. That's a very good example. I respect that. Um, oh, so I got I got this one that I think could happen and should happen. Mm. Um, I feel like there needs to be an international rap grime album between two artists that come from different countries or different parts of the world. Yeah, just different parts of the world. Yeah, different I hear countries. that. So, for instance, there's collabos. Yeah. Let's collaborate. Do you know what made me think of it? Um, So I was making some music yesterday. Yeah, I was with Mo yesterday. And, and then he was playing me some stuff. And he was like, he played me one of the tracks that I'd heard a bit of. Mm. Of Skepta's new EP, the Vicious EP. Um, And this track, it was like Skepta and ASAP. ASAP Rocky, yeah. Yeah. And ASAP Nas, Nasty or Nas or whatever. Um. Nest, yeah, Nest. <laughs> the thing is, I feel like a fool if I say like ASAP Nest, but I don't want to say the Nast. name wrong. Like ASAP Nest, it's our accents, fam. We're, yes, you know, yes, we are who we are. You know, um, but anyway, uh, the song was sick. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know why it sounded cool? Because it kind of had like the type of ra- it was kind of the type of it had grime sounds in yeah. the beat, but the the tempo was kind of more like eighty BPM. Mm. The beat sounded like somewhere between Grime and Bone Fugs and Harmony. For real. And the flow that ASAP Rocky had. Yeah, was, was it the triplets flow? It had that, I won't even say that. It wasn't the typical trap flow. Yeah. It was more like, it was more like Bone Fugs and Harmony flow. Mm. And it had those like organ, there was like bells in it, like dong, you know, they're kind of, it sounded bare dark. And then when Skepta jumped on it, yeah. he had a flow. And then the flow just midway just changed up randomly, like how Bonefogs would have done it. And, yeah. and when I hear like the what Novelist is doing with the rough sound, he'll do mm. grime and then he'll do his rough sound thing. And I remember him saying to me, which I agree with, I was talking to him about this and he was like, yeah, because it's probably the most relatable sound in rap, like when we were growing up to what grime was. And I was like, yeah, it was. Because mm. I remember when Fuggish Ruggish, when... Skepta made that that beat and DWE was on it and it was like the fuggish fuggish don't 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 and I was like this is hard and it was just basically the beat just chopped up a bit yeah and and then I you know like tracks like the Skepta and and no the gigs and Drake track yeah and like these tracks are getting bigger 
and bigger like do you know what i mean and there's more collabos so i'm thinking i have a, like a kind of grime america like a rap a uk america kind of collabo i reckon skepta would be good for that if it's like a boy better know asap thing yeah do you know what i mean because they're that two influential long overdue fam. it's long overdue and they're two influential groups yeah. in their fields in more ways than just music fashion as well mm. do you know what i'm saying like skepta alone like you know doing his thing like that or this is another one that I think might be sick. If one of the Afro swing artists done a collaborative album, like imagine Jay Huss and Wizkid. That would be sick, you know. Or you know what I mean? That would like, be sick. Do you know, nah, all right, now you've mentioned that. I'd love to see a Jay Huss and Kojo Funds project, fam. I'd love that. Would that would take a lot of would, mediation. Bruv, I swear, <laughs> I would love to see that. I think we would all love to I'd see love that. I'd love to see that because I, I love... Any track where Kojo Funds is doing his thing, track is a banger. Jay Huss is a banger. Both of them together will be so banging because they they have their own distinct superstar. Yeah. I wouldn't even say superstar as in famous and shit, but I mean superhero elements that they yes. bring musically. Yes. If they combined they on a project, it will be crazy. Yeah. Like either one writing for the next one or or one kind of producing and picking the sounds for the next one. As long as they met in the middle in a studio and they done their thing, I think that would be a sick project. I reckon that I hope, I hope, because I feel like both of them should be around for a while. Mm. I hope they are. Do you know what I mean? In terms of just like, just in the music scene, yeah, doing their thing. I hope that, you know, a few years go past and suddenly you realise that, look, man's just like grown black men mm. trying to survive and do this thing in the industry and do a thing in a world that wasn't made for us. Do we really need to be... We ain't been on road for a while yeah. now. Do we really need to be beefing? Do you know what it is? I feel like one day I'll wake up and go on YouTube or however, or Twitter or, you know, however you usually find about these things and there'll be a fucking Wiley and Dizzy collabo and there'll be a Kojo and Jay Huss collab. And that would be a good day for man. Yeah. And a good day for the scene. You it know, two be, generations. Fam. Like, it would be serious. I, I just... And on the subject of, like, um, legends, right, yeah. in our genres, I watched a clip on Insta of one person I consider, like, my fav- one of my favourite MCs. But when I heard him spitting, I was like, man, you need to stop. You need to stop spitting the bars that you, the dead bars that you write for songs and just write bars and spit bars in it. Like, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to mention the guy yeah, 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 yeah. because he was, he's like, asked any of my guys or whatever, he's like my favourite, one of my favourite MCs because man just reminds me of how Supercat and them man were doing it back in the day. But okay, I when see. I heard him, I was like, oh, come on, man. Just write some venomous bars yeah, of what you that. used to do. Like, everything's just lazy. I think that a lot of the time with the legends, everything's lazy. Well, I guess it's like, I rate Dizzy, but sometimes I, I want to hear bars from Dizzy. And it wasn't Dizzy I was talking about in the clip. But on that new album, yeah. I think the new style is, is all right. But come on, man. We need more... This one strictly for pick knees, I old think, school afros, dry white knees. No, I think like isolation can be great for music, but also it can be awful. Yeah, it could be awful because fam. it's like sudden. When was the last time you were around MCs that really people that made really you step made, your game up? Step your game up. And man's been that. Like man's been had times when I have I've been in isolation a lot in the studio, and then suddenly I'll be around spitters, cold spitters, 
and there'll be moments where I feel like bare strong and there'll be moments where I feel inadequate I'm like oh damn I haven't been yeah. focusing on that element like I've been working on these hooks and these beats but like in terms of just the art of MCing like yeah like I haven't Precisely. been writing for like this rave or I haven't been writing for this yeah. that and the other so you need those moments to up to up your game. Of course. And I think every great MC, every great artist have has, has had those moments. And and you need you need just to surround yourself with like sick people, even mm. if it's just every now and again. Do you know what I'm saying? Um so so we we gotta finish up soon. Yeah. Um so I got a few more, you got a few more. I'll pick up my brother, by the way. Says he listened to the podcast, he's feeling it, he said oh, it's funny. <laughs> he was like it's funny. Big up your funny. bro, man. He's a good guy. He is, I he is. I, I respect cool him. Cool guy. He's bare safe. He's bare safe. Bring him to the next pull-up, man. Definitely. Be good to see, man. Um, also, big up the the First Bite podcast as well. Um, they're a fan of us. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, nice. They like what we're doing, so I just want to big up the First Bite. It's about... At First Bite, sorry. Um, is it a food First podcast? Yeah, it's about food, isn't it? So what? I'm, I'm all already, over that, I'm yo. already down, because I... First bite. I love me. I'm I a love, food connoisseur. You I know. love me some food. Um, Jeez. I love me some food. Also, big up the guy at Morley's who at One Peck and Rye Lane who always lets us have poster space. Bang. You know that who you are. Short brother, shaved head. I don't know your name, but I'm gonna ask you next time I go in. Yeah. Big up that guy. Never give that guy shit. He's one of our brethren, mm. and, and and he's and he helps fully supporting the team. He helps brothers out, and he gives man the. You got a charger, fam. Usual prices, yeah, I do. Um, right, so I'm thinking quick no, no, time. For the... Oh yeah, damn. Uh, look in my bag. It's in there. Um, so should we just quickly fire off the ones that we have, and we don't really have to discuss it, but just fire them off, like I the ate, last ones. I think I explored mine. Okay. All right. So I've got a few. Can I just like fire them off quick time? Fire. Fire. Okay. So take three paces. Okay. And so spin. quick. If the Dangerous album, if the Dangerous album, the whole Dangerous album was just produced by Teddy Riley. Okay. Because I feel like that would have been an incredible album yeah. if it didn't have dead songs like Heal the World and Given to Me oh, and stuff. Heal the World was good. I, 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 gr- good. Heal the World. You're, you, okay. You're, you're probably... Make it a better place. Bruv. Bruv, if that's your, if that's, if that's the dangerous answer, if that's the dangerous answer to Man in the Mirror, I ain't trying to hear that. For nostalgic reasons, yes. But like, we need that song today more than ever. Great, great, great. But yes, that was my free. I, I still segment. feel if Teddy Riley produced the whole album, it would have been better because I generally only listen to the Teddy Riley tracks. Mm. Jam was an incredible beat. Like remember the time. Remember like, that would have you know that would have been like that would have been the commercial, the big mega New Jack Swing album. Mm. That would have been the peak. That would have been like meet reached the oh. mountaintop of New Jack Swing. A footnote here. I see a meme. I don't know if it was real because you know some of these memes just yeah, you know yeah. promote ideas. But apparently he wanted to make a movie where all of the Egyptians were black to reflect history on whatever, and he was turned down by Steven Spielberg and the big movie Who? companies, Michael Jackson. Oh, Hence right. why he made the Remember the Time video with um, Eddie see. Murphy and Iman. Am I talking about the right one? I am, in it, The one where they're Egyptians. Yes, yes, Remember yeah. the Time. 
Big up That's MJ. Mad. Big up MJ. You're kind of oh, yeah. you were kind of confusing racially, but your heart was in a good place. So so. <laughs> this guy. Big up you. No, but like. <laughs> Man, no, I was kind of confusing because certain times I was like, yeah, you're really black and proud, but I don't know what happened to your yeah, face though. Bruv, what you're doing, like and pressure, it's not just it? it's not just the skin tone, bro, because I've seen I've seen man that are like, you know, I mean albino or, or, or have mm. alopecia and that. You still know they're fully black though. Um so yeah, I don't know. But big up MJ because man is a man is a musical Yeah, it's a musical don. Genius. Don Dada, highest earning dead um, celebrity as well. Damn. Okay. 75 mil last year. Damn. Topping okay. that list. Well, anyway, so that's that's really that. Also, I think Teddy Riley should produce. I'm not even like... I wasn't even a fan of this guy, but I do like some of his newer tracks. I reckon Teddy Riley should produce a Bruno Mars album. Because Bruno you know Mars what? Be good. can sing and dance. That will be good. That'll and he's be got good. that throwback thing. A New Jack Swing album now. I think we need that for the club, man. Because I'm, I don't just want to do the Running Man to Belle Biv DeVoe anymore. Yeah. Even though I love that song, it would be great to do that their track, moves. That instrumental is fire. You it's know? fire. It's one poison. of the best. Poison. It's one of the best poison. intros ever. So um. Um, and obviously, Stranger Things. No, Harry Potter with the Stranger Things actors repl- instead of the normal actors. That would be sick because those are some incredible child actors. Marvel versus Capcom animated movie. Um, sick, sick. That sick, would sick. be very good. That would be good. Um, there's this. Uh, oh, there's one quick thing as well. Um, there's my favorite graphic novel. It's called Black Sad, and um. I'm going to show you a picture of it, yeah. It's like a private investigator f- series set mm. back in the day, but all the characters are animals. So I was going to show man this picture. If you're listening at home, where you obviously will be wherever you are, check out Black Oh, this Sad. looks good. Yeah, it's hard, bro. It's hard. It's just one picture I download, but it's so good. And um, they have things like, they'll be like the white, They'll be like the really white animals, yeah. Like the like you know, like snow, you know, like a polar bear and like a snow kind of fox or whatever. Mm. They'll they'll make they'll be like the equivalent to Ku Klux Klan, and oh, then they'll be the equivalent animated version of Black Panthers. And because Black so, Sad is a black cat, but he's got like a white kind of, he's got his face is black and white. People yeah, are like yeah. people are like don't know where to put man. And Bruh. you know what I mean? And it's set in like the 40s. They have one bit in New Orleans and they have one bit in like New York, Chicago. Yeah. And because he's he's a private investigator. So because, this is a graphic novel. Yeah. It's one of, and the guy who done the pictures used to work for Disney. Mm. And he's just, it, it's my favorite graphic novel. And I just think if they made a movie. I might have to, I, I, I'm going to put myself onto this because this sounds banging. It's very good. Where do you discover this stuff? Bro, I'm, I'm a full-time geek, bro. I'm a full-time, well, Fully, like, like, like I'm a full-time geek and music guy. This um, is, that is sick. It, that's a part, good, that's a good recommendation, it's part bro. Of my, it's part of my self-care. Do you know what I mean? That's um, a good recommendation. I'm going to jump on Amazon and try and get me that. Bro, you need, it'd be like, it costs a bit more money than the usual mm. because it's hardback. Yeah, yeah. But it's worth, like, the first one's got three kind of comics, big kind of stories in one. Yeah. So get that one. It's it's very good, and I really respect it. And I feel like, yeah, it's just it's just, it's just just a really good... Like, if, you're, if you like film noir, you like Batman, mm. you like just detective shit, like Poirot stuff, 
you're fully like that. Bro, I'm, you know I never ended up going to see Pyro yesterday on the Orient Express. Oh, bro, it's cool. I was bugged. Damn. Well, I'm not bugged. I'm not bugged, but, you know, couldn't do it another time, Charles. Cool. It's cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe I've got like some others, like Andre 3000 and the Frank Lotion album. Oi. That would have been... That would be sick. Because I feel like everything that they make together is fire. Mm. Like, like highlights on their out on Frank Ocean's albums. Like, there's been many highlights on his albums, but everything, like, Andre 2000 on it. Yeah. And I feel like they work together better than any people, yeah. I feel like, that I can think of, really, collaboratively right now. Um, And this is, like... I don't even know if this is, this is like... This kind of feels a bit dumb. This one because I couldn't, I can't afford either of these. It doesn't matter. But Drop um, that. but I think like an Averex and Trapstar collaboration. I think that will happen because Averex have collaborated with Palace, the skateboarding thing. Yes, and I've seen that, and I think that's cool. Like, ironic. Yes. <laughs> right. I've seen that. Yeah. So I've seen that, you know and I've seen. Yep. Yeah, and I've seen DWE wear the jacket, and he looks cool in that. I think. But Averex and Trapstar and Trapstar is I the Averex of today. And I beg I've, you, spud me for that because that's a really good fucking. Um, sorry to swear. I haven't sworn much today. No, this you is haven't. good. And, but I'm excited well because of your recommendation about Mate. those two brands coming together. Yeah. That would just solidify the streets. It would solidify the street connection, fam. And generations. And I think, yeah, I think they need to do that. They need to do I that, fam. I love that because the because Puma and Trapstar brands. The Puma and Trapstar collabo is hard because mm. they've got the whole football kind of stuff. Like, I'd really like to get an endorsement from them. Not like trying to mention that on a slide, but. Because because I can't afford any of that shit. Not and, an it, iPhone. and it looks sick. And them leather jackets, you know they do you know their leather jackets are bespoke? So you go to the you go to sorry, I'm not plugging Trapstar. Le- yeah. I'm not plugging Trapstar. We're not getting paid by Trapstar. No, no. But I'm just saying but that I respect I fashion, admire, I respect clothes. I admire their craftsmanship. So you go to the store, right? And then they fit you up. So the jacket is made for you. You pick the materials, oh, pick the linings, everything. So everything is that's, bespoke. It's not like sick. it's not like they send it off to some mad factory all, in a third world all country. Averex jackets are always bare big. Yeah, like, this so is tailored to, to you, get one fam. That was actually fit. You can pick the accents, the lapels, everything, fam. Oh, that would be like, so hard. That right there, they are they are bagging for that. But yeah, shout out to Trapstar because you're doing the thing properly, like in terms of. You make bespoke garms like your your. You can tell that your head is really in the craftsmanship, mm-hmm. as opposed to earning a buck. Yes, and I you feel know like what I'm when, saying. I remember when I went to Japan. I remember like I met this like cool girl. She's really safe, and she's like this kind of fashion kind of girl. Had bare swag, and I was like, said, "Yeah, I'm from London," and she was like. She couldn't even speak, like, her English was kind of limited, but she was yeah. like, oh, you're from London. Oh, and she pointed out her hat and said, this hat from London, Trapstar, Trapstar. And fam, I didn't even really know bare about Trapstar yeah, these times because yeah, yeah. this was, like, quite a few years ago. And I was like, jokes, like, this is, like, a big, mm. this is a big deal. Like, this is, like, a thing. This is, like, a cool brand, that the cool kids in different fam, cities. And it's from the streets as well. It's yeah. three guys that came together, fam, they started, I think they started designing t-shirts with graphics and whatever. And then I think the story goes that they were sitting in 
the sitting in the house and they was yeah. talking, right? And then one of their uncles came in and goes, "Ah, oh, you guys, you think you're all stars in it, but you're just trapped." And that's where the name comes from. Uh, so it's organic, and they've had their shop in um. I think it's in the Portobello Road Arcade. For years, fam, they've just been doing their thing. They started out doing limited edition runs. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. kind of um, releasing these runs, putting them in a pizza box and delivering them to people. So they've been bespoke and grassroots from the cool, get-go. Because there's certain brands that I look at, I don't even want to like say names and that, but there's certain brands I look at, I'm like, okay, but what are you though? Like, mm, what, Who do you represent? What's your, what's what's your who dream? do you represent and what's your specific thing? Mm. Like, do you just like take other stuff yeah. and remix other stuff? Or do you actually, are you actually doing your thing? Like, because mm. there's so, I respect brands or companies where I'm like, okay, you're actually contribute, you're actually trying to add your thing to the culture rather than just taking other people's or kind of like taking stuff that's already been happened and just remixing it a little bit yeah. and then, then then charging bare money like do you know what I'm putting saying a couple of logos just putting a sleeve. logo like putting a little I don't know like a, a thing that a little cartoon that already exists and just putting your logo on it and charging loads of money mm. for it like I get it it's kind of cool sometimes if you see oh that with that but like it's sometimes it just becomes unimaginative. So if when it comes to like clothes stuff, I like it actually if if just all things like the the brand looks cool, the tailoring, the fitting, the materials you're using and textures and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, it's well thought out and there's a story behind yeah. it. Yeah, and like, yeah. At to, at to um, Charlon, Charlon Pascal owns a, he does a kind of fashion and clothing called, okay. uh, is it Dirty, the Dirty Astronauts? And they do limited runs of their stuff. And I'm going to check them out. Conversations I've had with Charlon, like man puts in that research and work and shit. Yeah. Like he would mock things up, put it online for people to see. And if it doesn't come out the way he wanted, he's not putting it into production, even though there might be 100 to 200 people barling out for the team. Yeah, yeah. So I respect guys like that who are really into their crafts. It's like, if me and you make a beat or we drop bars on a beat or something like that and it sounds like pots and pans, man ain't going to put that out even yeah. though you heard the, the even snippet Even if there's or some something. people that love pots and pans, yeah, we're fam. not going to put that out. So um, yeah, shout out to the clothes and the style guys, man. Yeah, respect shout out to you. the, to the, to the swag lot. guys that have really been grinding and mm. trying to make their own thing. And man that are actually, you know, are becoming their own their own fashion houses yeah. of the future and are doing it for man them like us and even though there's some of it you know that i can't afford at the same time like if if certain other people can charge bare money for their shit and it's not even as good do you know what i mean and you get to yours. do that and make your dough then that's great it mm. shouldn't only it shouldn't only be like ralph Lauren. like like real talk it's like a thing where it's like if a man if man them that would have bought Ralph Lauren instead will buy a trap star shirt I'm behind that yeah standard do, do you know what I mean standard. they'll spend that money on a trap star shirt instead of like spending it on Ralph and some on whatever yeah like and, and contributing to the culture and our people then I respect that but invest anyway, in your own man invest in your own invest. those that are representing the culture and the culture will move forward cool cool anyway um we're 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 um I think, I think that's done. Yeah. I think that's done. We tried to We're make good. it an hour, but it's a bit it's a bit above that. But we had that 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 deep talk at the beginning, so This you know, was a this was a, I love this episode. That. I do you know I love this episode. This is probably my favourite one so far. Obviously, we've got so many more to go. Yeah. Yeah, but I love this one because it was so organic. 
so organic. Like yeah, we never good. even planned the last the, the the segment that we just had. We didn't plan. No, we, we didn't. didn't even plan this. No, you know what I'm saying. We linked up, and then we 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 had a conversation as friends. It was great. It was, you know, I I agree. It didn't really feel like we we're doing a podcast today. It just felt mm. like just like um even though man tried to keep it a bit on time and shit but and so i didn't mean to curve any like conversation but i was just like okay but we need to go because i was just like oh go on but at the same time it yeah just felt organic and things so Mm. yeah it was was fun it was Um, good well so what um quickly before we go there was something i wanted to say um because i think last time we did it um so number one I, I mispronounced that book I mentioned last time the book was called Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race yeah I said why I'm not talking to white people about race or whatever but that was a book and it's really good um, also I, I, when I was listening to the podcast back I was this is what I was going to say before we started talking about books and stuff yeah that I just want to thank everybody that has been watching this listening watching listening to this podcast and supporting us and we're still new to this thing, of course. But it really, it really just makes makes a difference because we really do care yeah. about about what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? And we didn't do this on a little joke thing. We really wanted to make some court fun and 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 good content. So, yeah. and we appreciate and all the support. And and if and if you, you know, if you like this, you know, do subscribe. Um, whether that's on SoundCloud, whether that's on the Apple app or whatever you're listening to this to. And, and you know, you know, comment on it if you can, depending yeah, on what man. you're, you know, share it to your brethren if they, they're into podcast world because we really appreciate the support and it just it just helps us know that we're doing, we're doing, a, right we're doing a good thing. Do you know and what I mean? So I feel respect. as though last week, I'm not going to lie, man went into some real stuff, fam. And that's then, some real life, sh- real life shit and real life situations that, Personally, as a big man, I was sad about. So it's like, if you listen to it and you felt like certain parts were awkward, like, you know, I'm just being real out here. It's it's all I can be. I tried to be funny about telling that story, but it happened like literally days before and I was saddened, you know? So just thank you for keeping it real, listening, but just know that we're fun and games, we're into all of our different stuff, but we are people and we're not afraid to share yeah. our personal feelings and stuff about life on it's this true. podcast as well because that's what it's about also um if there's anything if there's anything that you know i don't know like maybe things that like kind of stuff that relates to what we talk about yeah you know so we i guess a lot of what we talk about is kind of like ends kind of life life that we have like growing up tales from like you know them times but also kind of the fan fiction kind of yeah. style stuff kind of like the kind of challenges and stuff if if you think of anything you know anything that kind of relates to any of that um that you that, that you that you have an idea mm. or you have something you want to share yeah with us that you'd like us to share or whatever um send send us send us like a thing at pull up that fam at gmail.com i think that would be kind of cool yeah to, that to would put be in. sick um and uh yeah and just remember um pull up that our event is on the 17th of november so it's coming up yeah um on friday um, yeah, you can get tickets on Eventbrite, and um, and yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be hard, man. I was with Mo yesterday, and we were talking about, it. we were talking about what he's gonna do and stuff, and sick. And, and yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be really cool. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it, really. Yeah, for me. What you got coming up? You got anything coming up? Um, what have I got? 
I mean, I could probably just talk about that on the next one. I guess I don't, so. I don't think I got anything like this. Yeah. This, uh, no, I haven't got anything like right now. So, um, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm good. I think right. I'm good. I got something at you know pull up and then DJing. Yeah. At the end, I got got a couple of DJ gigs at the end of the month. A man can say that later. Yeah, man. Well, if you're listening, stay up to date with my blog. That's upintheair.com. Yeah. Um, started publishing more regularly as I am finding the time between the time. Done mm-hmm. now. Done now. Get me. But <laughs> yeah, that's us. Oh man. That. It's probably because I didn't hit the stop button there. It sounds like this, but hey. Thank you for listening. Safe. Pull up that fam all day, every day. Done, though. 17th of November at Canavans. Hope to see you there or you will be square. Ciao. <laughs> Safe. Uh, cool. That was good.